Hello everyone, warm greetings to you, taking out your time to listen to me today. I am Chisom Blessing on Evil, your anchor on this movement, Ending Abuse with Blessing. Yeah, you heard right, this is a movement. Please and please get on board. The train is about to move, the boat is about to sail. Okay, without wasting much of your time, let's get down to the business of the day. Yesterday, I posted on my Facebook timeline that I would be going down memory lane to share the story of my first abuse and also discuss the case of Ochanya, the 13-year-old girl that was repeatedly raped by a father who happens to be a lecturer and his son. And the girl happened to be the niece and the most disheartening thing is that the man is even a knight, a knight of St. Molumba, doing something like that. It is really, really terrible. That girl must have suffered a lot. That abuse is unforgivable. So today I'll be sharing my first story of abuse and we'll be also discussing possible ways of getting justice for Chanya. Okay, without wasting much of your time, I'll start with my story. Many years ago, as early as I can remember, as early as I began to hear and make meaning out of what people say, as early as I began to feel the effects of people's actions for and against me, as early as I could mutter semi-coherent words, as early as I began to feel human because I could do some of the things grown-ups around me could do, I suffered abuse. For me, before other forms of abuse take place, there is this particular form that must have taken place. Before there is sexual abuse, before there is domestic abuse, before there is emotional abuse, before there is even abuse of trust, physical abuse, whatever form of abuse, this particular abuse must have taken place. You know why? Because the abusers, before any of these abuse happen, first of all, seek to work on your self-esteem, your self-confidence, your self-worth, your ego, your integrity, and the likes of them. The abusers step on them, crush them, and reduce them to nothingness. Your abusers work on the emotions propelled by the mind. And when they crush the emotions, They've warned your mind, and that is why they always abuse you. I believe by now you already know where I'm heading. So getting to your mind is the first form of abuse. And it is called verbal abuse. The first of all, spill venomous words on you. They could be insults or derogatory remarks that will make you cower or lose yourself. And when you lose yourself, you either answer back or become afraid. Now let's uh, just let's imagine the scenario. When a rapist wants to rape you, it's either the rapist is wielding a weapon, and then you start hearing words like "keep quiet, bitch," or you uh, he sings uh, certain stuff that that will make you feel like dirt. And with that weapon and words coming out of his mouth, he has already won over your mind. He has already instilled fear. And then sexual abuse takes place. After that, emotional abuse follows. The trauma, the psychological trauma and everything will come. Even in the case of domestic abuse, that's physical abuse. 
when they walk to your mind, they tell you things you won't be able you won't be able to control yourself again. The next thing is you're answering back, and when you answer a man that is already very angry, or a woman that is stronger than you is already very angry, when you answer back, that means fight starts, and before you know it, you'll be beaten to a pulp because you can't even stand the person's strength. The person's stamina and yours are, are nowhere related. So whichever way whether you answer back or you become afraid every other thing this verbal abuse leads to all other kinds of abuse physical emotional sexual etc verbal abuse was the first abuse i suffered as early as i can remember i was already abused verbally I got derogatory remarks. People threw shades at me without taking cognizance of the fact that I was just growing, that I was learning and I was trying to, I was just understanding the meaning of words. At a very tender age, I was made conscious of my head. Oh God. And it was, it affected me greatly. It still affects me today, sir. I would get derogatory remarks from elders, from adults, from people who are supposed to shield and protect me, who are supposed to. To, to watch me grow, to give me my confidence. I'll get derogatory remarks like Isiaki, Monday Hammer, Isuwa, and Co. As in, what's that? What's that? Destabilize you. So people told me to my face that I was ugly and my two immediate younger sisters were finer than I was. They said I washed my mom's belly and took all the ugliness. I would walk with my sisters and people would say I don't look like I came from the same womb with them. This affected me and it's still affecting me. During my secondary school days, I would always be on barrettes. I would always wear barrettes. And even my university days, I was always wearing scarf for those who knew me. Even till now, except for a few times, I will make, I will make a hair that I really, really love. So I will rock the hair for, let's say, a week. And then tie scarf for the rest of two or three weeks. I'll be carrying it before I lose it. People crushed me without knowing it. Their words got to me and molded me. Their words took away my boldness and courage. I became shy. I was very comfortable in my own world, little world I created for myself, uninterested in any social activity that would expose me. I remember then when we traveled for Xmas. I, I don't always want to be in the crowd. I don't always want to be where people lie because I don't I want to always avoid their words. So I took solace in my books. Then you see my cousins calling me that hey that even the big head that is uh, books that is filled in it or something. I will I will uh, they will praise my other sisters for being hardworking for being industrious. They could help out with us, but I was just in my own little world. Just because I wanted to have, avoid crowd, I would just stay in that solitary confinement I created for myself. I was very uninterested in any social activity that would try to expose me at home, at school, in church, anywhere. So when I think about Ochanya, I just hope I pronounce his name correctly. When I think about this girl that was repeatedly raped, I imagine that this must have been her case. Her rapist conquered her mind. Verbal abuse must have been the first and major tool. They must have made her feel like a housemaid, made her lose her confidence, her pride, that glow that comes with children. They must have gradually and consistently instilled fear in her before violating her from the tender age of 8 
to 13 till she, she suffered VVF and died. Words, that is just what, what words could do. Our mouth has more powers than we credit it for or credit it with. It is the most powerful tool for creation. It is also the most powerful tool for destruction. Otanya was not lucky to tell her story. I have a voice now and I'm speaking up now to heal and to help others heal because I believe we've begun the healing process when we are bold enough to speak up. Please, I have a message for you listening to this. Dear parents, dear guiding, dear elder brother, elder sister, aunt, uncle, dear youth that will become a mother tomorrow, that will become a father tomorrow, I have a message for you. And I want to share this message. This message is out of my experience. If your child or that child under your care and tutelage can speak up, it is up to you. It is up to you to push out the negative words people to say to him or her with positive ones. I know children, when children are growing up, they learn so many things and the things they learn are biggest of like come, go, parts of the body. It's part of what they learn. So when you look at that child and say this particular part of his body is bended, it's not okay, it's bad, it's terrible, it goes straight to that child's mind. So it's up to you to push out those negative words people say to him, to her. Push it out and replace it with positive ones. It is up to you to teach that child certain things, no matter how heavy the words are in your mouth. It's up to you to teach that child how to defend herself. Teach him, teach her that there are certain parts of their body that should not be touched. And once it happens, they should scream. At that point, they should not keep quiet, no matter what anybody tries to tell them. No matter how the person tries to make them keep short, they should just shout out. They should just shout and scream and let others know about it. It is up to you to caution people when they say, this is your child's nose, eh? this is your child's eyes, eh? this is your child's legs, eh? especially in the presence of that child. Don't just caution those people. Draw that baby to you and constantly remind him, constantly remind her of, her, of how amazingly awesome and unique he or she is. Use your mouth. Use words of the heart that comes through the mouth to correct the wrong impressions that child picked up in school in streets among peers and adults start now with that child nearest to you start now with that child still under your care start now try to question them call them have a heart to heart talk with them it goes a long way make that child okay make that child comfortable around you for that child to open up to you and tell you things always believe in your child always believe in that baby in that child under your care Okay, about Ochanya, I wrote letters to about three organizations asking them to help in getting justice for Ochanya. Uh, let me look for the organization. Please hold on. Okay, I wrote letters to Domestic and Sexual Violence Response Team in Lagos State. I wrote a letter to Mirabel Center, the Sexual Assault Referral Center in Lagos, uh, to Spesu. And I also wrote a letter to Project Alert on Violence Against Women. 
please if you know any other organization that i can send letters to please do let me know i really really would love to give out letters to them okay thank you for being a trusted audience thanks for listening please i await your feedback you can't send the message so don't you so don't say type in a message you take your time on just simply click on the message icon and do an audio recording of what you think of this episode my facebook timeline is where i'll be taking this to for now so you can also leave your feedbacks in the comment section please remember if there's anything you feel i can do for china don't hesitate to reach out to me again if you have any story of abuse you want to share to read your heart of its heaviness reach out to me if there is any message of abuse whatever form of abuse you want to share with anybody please reach out to me on 0708255721 0708255721 again new episodes of my comp- of my podcast comes up every sunday by 6 p.m. so i'll always love you to be around every sunday by 6 p.m. to listen to new episodes of my podcast i remain to some blessed nanny but thank you and have a lovely evening i love you bye